Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Isotope by Native Instruments have been at the heart of great production tools and performance plugins for a long, long time now. They've helped guitar nerds to sound crisp and polished no matter how bad Matt's mic technique is for almost a decade. And they can and should be a part of your home recording setup too. Isotope have just released Ozone 11, the most advanced mastering software you can possibly get your hands on. Ozone 11 includes AI-assisted software that can listen to your mixes and make suggestions on a final mix. Honestly, it's been years since I've so much as touched an EQ fader. I just let Ozone do the work and I have a pro quality mastered podcast in minutes. Ozone Elements is as little as 49 bucks. And don't forget, you get 10% off all Isotope and Native Instruments plugins with discount code NERDS10. Matt. Joe. What room doesn't have doors? Uh, a mushroom. <sighs> hello, hello, dear listener. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Matt Knight. Hello, Mr. Joe. Hello, Mr. Matt. Hello, dear listener. Welcome. Welcome, one and all, to another episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. Nearly 40 episodes into season four now, Matthew. We are getting deadly close to gear and rear of the year. (laughs) Um, Vote for which rear you prefer between me and Joe in the Facebook group. Um, Yeah, we're we're dangerously close to the end of the year. Can you believe it? That's our, our tenth year down. Yeah, um, yeah, and unbelievable. Shortly heading into during the year mode, get Blake and Philip on board. Oh, yes, indeed. I mean, with how many normal episodes, quote unquote, normal episodes have we got? We must only have maybe seven. Yeah, something like that. Probably something like that, Matt. Episodes. Oh, so wow! Can you believe it? Um. Did we make predictions in January? Do we need to go back and just like uh, see how wrong we were? I don't know. I don't know what's going to win it now. Um, uh, Yeah, I no idea. Muted year feels like. I mean, you know, if I like, if I'm just thinking, you know, without a list in front of me, and admittedly, that means that stuff that's happened later in the year is going to obviously come to mind first. But I'm thinking that crazy boss analog delay. That stands out. Mm. We're yeah, have the DM one hundred and one. We'll have to talk about the Fender um, Tone Master Tone Pro. Pro. No, I don't think it will win because I don't think it's as good as some of the other stuff that's out there. But it's nonetheless a massive deal. Um, yeah, I just I don't. I think, like you say, it feels like, and I think it's probably because we always say this a muted year. But actually, when we look back, there's probably loads of stuff yeah, that be pretty busy that actually came out it's just um you sort of forget really don't you You sort of forget what was what was launched because so much stuff launches all of the time um interestingly i was i was um watching a video the other day about uh like triple a you know sort of like top a game rep 
game releases. Right. And loads of games have been put back to next year. Loads of companies have decided to move things back to next year because there's so much out there in the computer game world that nothing really gets its own time to shine, as it were. I and I kind of feel that a bit with the guitar world. There's just something new every day and we don't get round to to doing all of the news for no. sure no we um, hardly do the news anymore we hardly do the news because everyone else gets to it before us but um yeah. we're not exactly a news resource are we really i've sort of given up on on thinking of us as oh we talk thing. about the stuff that we really like um yeah a friend friend of mine uh who you met at uh Brighton guitar show Stefan, who does Guitar Pedal X, he seems to yeah. be the one with all the news because he updates oh, yeah. basically every single day with a huge article um, on every single pedal that's launched. So yeah, it's always, he's, a, he's uh, a good news resource. Absolutely, because um, um, yeah, I mean, I know we're not re- we haven't really got a lot of the we haven't got these in the news uh, this week, Joe, but the. Walrus Audio have updated their 385. There's mm. stuff from Benson. Have they? The 385 has been updated. Yeah, Mark II. Yep. Uh, That's we've got cool. We've got the Benson have done a delay. Eventide have done a vibrato. All stuff that we probably won't talk about. I didn't um, see any of that when I was perusing Music Radar and Premier Guitar th- earlier I, today. Honestly, I think those places don't seem to have anything. Show this even it even looks like there's a 10th anniversary KMA in Lilac, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the new giveaway. So, KMA, do you remember I said KMA are doing a one of a kind um pedal uh every every month? I'm I'm in charge of all that, all sorting out all the giveaways, doing all the videos and the photos of all the all the gear. I've got that cool. pedal behind me, actually. I would love to win. Thanks. But, <laughs> but yeah, we did like a gold fuzzly bear, their 70s. Fuzz based on the Jordan Boss tone, great, great little fuzz. Uh, then we did a glow in the dark Queequeg two, which is our OC two basically. And then uh, uh, this is the the Moai Maya, however you say it, I, I have no idea. Which is like a, a fuzz octave up, an octave down, and two octaves down, all on three separate foot switches, plus a clean blend, um, plus a um, an effects loop for your clean blend if you want to you know, bring in another f- effect without having it affected by the octaves. Wow. Which is kind of cool. It's a, it's a really useful octave pedal. And the lilac is cool. I mean, I wouldn't call it the Mauve Moya Maya, but uh, Bruce was like, no one, no one will know what Mauve is. Mauve is not a known colour. You know, lavender. People know lavender. So Mauve is lavender. a known colour. Well, yeah, I know. But, you know, sort of slightly lit, lit. No one exactly knows the shade of Mauve. You know, what is Mauve? Is it is it purple? Is it is it Purgleberry? Is it is it lavender? <laughs> Schnozberry. Yeah. Exactly. Um fair enough. Fair enough. But it's still I'd love to win. So well, there you go. Straight. I mean, there's a couple more weeks, maybe two, three three more weeks, something like that, of uh of the giveaway for that one. All you gotta do is something on Instagram, you know, oh. like tag someone. All all it's, of that all it, of that instantly tags. failed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Instantly failed. Oh well. I'm sure there will be a worthy winner. Talking of competitions, Joe, yeah. we oh, must... Great segue. We must... I'm, I'm getting in with the segues. I'm joining in the fun. Uh, we oh. must talk about uh, this amazing competition you've helped put together, Joe, because this, I think, is pretty special. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's do this giveaway. Dear listener, we've spoken about this. We've said that we're going to be doing this for some time. We just haven't quite got round to putting it together. It is the Vintage Guitars Pro Shop giveaway. Now, the nature of this is over the coming weeks, each week, Matt and I are going to choose a couple of options in a category for a build. What I mean by that is one week we'll be doing body, one week we'll be doing pickups, finish, neck, etc., etc. The only things we're limited by is they have to be things that are made by vintage guitars already. They have to be things available in their standard line, and we can make ourselves a bit based on that. Um, and once we've selected a few options, that's then going to be put out to you, dear listener, and you'll get to vote on it each week. And then week by week, we'll have, you know, each week when we're back on the podcast, we'll say what was decided that week. And, uh, and then we'll move on to the next thing until we have a complete guitar, which vintage guitars are going to build for us. 
and then we're gonna we're gonna raffle it off to uh, to one of you lovely that listeners. That really it's is amazing. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Because okay. we do a lot of these like custom builds. I don't think anyone's ever actually ended up making it for us. <laughs> yeah, I know. Where's my Where's my Gres guitar? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but that is very cool. That is very cool. So, um, so I'll talk. I'll talk you through the options, dear listener, yes. just so it's uh, laid out. So, week one. This is this is going to be um, our setup and introduction to the competition. This is the model vote. So, um, we're going to talk about Matt and I are going to go through some of our favourite builds from the website to familiarise you, dear listener, with the pro shop and with vintage guitars. Um, then we'll be uh, you'll um get to sorry i, I was t- i'm reading my own notes dear lister and i've i've made them very flowery so it's uh, it's difficult for me to um to to choose so so yes yeah, so first thing we're going to do is talk about the ones what all all the models we need you to choose um a model so this is the overall guitar that we're going to be modifying um so, dear listener, I need you to basically go to vintageguitarsrs.com, check out everything on Vintage Guitars, and suggest to us, let us know what model guitar you'd like us to mod. You can let us know however you want. Share us, share a picture and tag us on Instagram in the Facebook group. You can email us, info at guitarnerds.net. DM us, message us on Patreon, however you want to get hold of us. I mean, you know, the, the more you do it on social media rather than direct messages and emails, the more we're going to get discussion around this, which is going to help. So you guys do that in the first week. Then in the second week, Matt and I will have reviewed all of your suggestions. And if there's no clear winner, then we'll select the top two models and people can vote for a second week on that but we'll see hopefully we'll get through that one in one week then after that we'll we'll obviously have the announcement of the model and we'll do the same thing for the finish so you can just suggest whatever you want for the finish after that we're going to uh uh, we're going to move on to pickups, then final touches, etc., etc. We'll move through a bit like that. Us picking things, uh, a narrow uh, amount of things to to select from, and then you suggesting them week after week until we have our guitar. Does that make sense? Did I say that okay, Matt? That makes sense. So Some basically, sense. we're going to talk through the models, and then we need people to go and pick which ones they want. Let us know what their favourite is. And then the following yeah. week we'll do with each bit until we've got a guitar yeah. that we want. Um, I mean, to be fair, UK Pro Shop, they've basically already made what I want. V6 <laughs> V6 custom build yeah. in radioactive bubblegum pink. I mean, there you go. Sold. Yeah. Competition over. Is uh, that is that bubblegum pink over sunburst, that particular one? It, uh, like it, it kind of does look like that, doesn't it? Does it does look like it could it be. Does look like the, the V6 is their strat, dear listener. It's an HSS super relict. Bubblegum pink is like a really sort of almost lipstick pink. An aged perloid board. Chrome humbucker in the bridge. Aged hardware, rosewood neck. It's very cool. So uh, how do you want to go? How do you want to do this, Joe? Because obviously, if you go to the vintage website, hmm. uh, there's quite a lot of models. Uh, they've got the coaster series, the icon series, reissued. Obviously, I don't think that anyone would necessarily pick a signature series because that's just that would be strange, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the VMX series, I I can't see anyone picking any of those either. But you know, I think maybe more at the classics. But we'll. Uh, yeah, how do you want to do it? Run through quickly each model and the yeah, yeah, I think so. Let's uh, let's talk through a couple of our favourite options from the pro shop first, just to get people's creative juices going with the sort of things that they could uh, we, we could ultimately end up with. Bear in mind, we're just choosing body shape first. But before mm. we run through the bodies, let's uh, look at some of our favourites. Another one on the V six, their strat shape. They did a neon green heavy relic. With a maple neck and a matching headstock, that uh, that for me is a is a favourite. They've also done a neon pink V seventy five, which is their, their sort of. I was going to say, you're going to say T, or you're going to say Telly, Joe. Uh, I was going to say Telly because because uh, it's, it's we're, we're not we're not at any risk of being sued by saying Telly. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed, yeah. So they've got. Um, I mean, I think it's what's quite interesting because I'd not seen this before until we kind of really went to summit. But the options that you've got, um, 
I guess before we go through some of the models, Joe, because this is quite interesting. Colossal matte paint. You can have yeah. standard or distressed, three different levels of distressing. Same for the neck. You can have distressed gloss or distressed satin. Rosewood maple, uh, a huge range of pickup brands. And I think that's what's very cool because actually there's some on the Pro Shop build. Uh, there are some V100s, which is their kind of Les Paul shape with lace sensors in. Wow. Um, that's very cool yeah I, I, I'm not sure if that's necessarily for me black Les Paul with uh, uh, neon green lace <laughs> sensors but it might be for someone out there yeah, yeah. Um, there's also I tell you one of the things here which I love um, I don't know what this is based off but I'm guessing it might be I'd have to kind of google it because it's cool they call it the reeling and right. I don't know if it's based off potentially uh skunk baxter when he played with uh when he played with steely dan i don't know but basically this is a relatively distressed strap body in blonde with a single coil in the bridge a humbucker in the neck but mounted with a pickup mount and then some (laughs) insanely bizarre neck pickup so the pickups are a mule so a bare knuckle mule in the neck uh and then the middle pucker middle pucker middle pickup is an zex coil zex coil never heard of them legacy sv50 vintage overwound single coil and then they've got a 59 slab board pickup in the bridge with uh, volume and tone control for the neck pickup and a custom mod tone control for both the middle and bridge pickup with a five-way selector. Super strange. But, I mean, it's just... You wouldn't have thought that vintage and custom shop at this level would have been two things that would have ever gone together no. necessarily. <laughs> no, but they're doing an incredible job of it. I mean, it was so nice when we actually got to meet the team at Guitar Summit and, you know... They're, they're actually great. You can see that they really love it. So mm. um, it's, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see the sort of quality that they'll come up with. I was looking, Matt, on the second page on their pro shops. They've got a vintage V6. I think I'm about to go through a strat phase, uh, dear listener. <laughs> but they've got a vintage V6, which is their strat in gold, matching headstock, torque guard, and three lace sensor pickups. Um. Three white lace sensor pickups. Excuse me, my cat. Ava. Ava, what's going on? Just come in here. She's not a fan. Not a fan, Joe. She's not a fan. No, my girlfriend's out. I think Ava was... It is cold in the house. Ava wants to hang out. You know, she is not... She doesn't like me being in my office past a certain time, and she is having absolutely none of it right now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's, there's some... I mean, you know, picking some other options, obviously they do like an SG body shape, which they've got. There's one here in burnt mahogany. Um, I also, you can have reverse headstock on the strat types. Um, They've got much more of the modern body shapes. They're V6 M24, which is kind of like an 80s super strat style body. Uh, They've done one here with reverse headstock in Pasadena purple. And only six four nine, which oh, you know, it's pretty some amazing. Of the prices on yeah, some of the prices job. are crazy. I mean, and this is how crazy you can go, people. Vintage V four Pro Shop, so that's their kind of P base. <laughs> Can't believe I'm going to say this. Full body scratch plate. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, you know, just in case you never wanted to damage the finish ever. Um, I think this is great. I think this is really cool. This yeah. is really, really cool. There's so much cool stuff in there. And especially quite a few of these with like bare knuckles in or like I say, lace sensors. Really just an amazing set of options. And yeah, starting at like 650. Unbelievable unbelievable i think actually it's old ones that start there by the way because this is just what they sold for right i I think they sold me because they've been doing this for years and i think also the ones that sold were um at those prices were like uh show pieces so they were reduced because i think it starts at like 799 or something like that still though yeah (laughs) that's pretty damn cheap (laughs) yeah exactly Exactly. um but yeah there's a 
there's basically a whole load of very cool looking things that you can take a look at dear listener just for inspiration but if you go to the electric section of their website it is split there into coaster icon reissued um and signature series the revo thing you won't find anything under that yet that's their new guitar line of uh, i spoke about it on the guitar summit roundup it's like their hollow body sort of retro old british guitar inspired guitars that aren't out yet we're just going to deal with the vintage ones so whilst there are three series coaster icon and reissued they actually deal with a lot of the same shapes i think uh reissued is the relic versions of icon Um, right okay that makes sense that makes sense so so there's a lot of doubling up but essentially what we've got we have the uh v6 which is their strat um oh sorry i said it the wrong way around icon is the relic version and reissued is the clean yeah so let's let's go with let's go through the reissued series then because that's your kind of straight ahead models i mean like you say there's a bit of doubling up um well on the icon series it looks like they do tellies in three different styles actually so the 52 the 59 and the 62 yeah and it looks like the main difference on it's the f- just a finish the 59 is just they're introducing black and sunburst yes that's so 52 right is, and 62 uh, is rosewood board yeah exactly so right right so that that's that's what we've got dear listener from the telly side of things those are the v5 and then another number two nine or uh, well, sorry v52 59 and 62 but those are your options you've got telecaster essentially which they offer bound or unbound and you can have that rosewood or maple that's your tele option v6 um is their stratocaster um which is you know again you can have maple or rosewood neck they you know we can do any pickup so we almost don't need to care about that um, but they've got, I mean, I'm looking at the Icon series now and I just take the, they've got like a distressed white over Sunburst mm. with a torque guard for 529. <laughs> I mean, I'm always impressed. That's insane. I'm always impressed when um, I see to- any show and I see Thomas Blue play his V6 signature in distressed vintage white and it looks exactly like his original yeah. Strat, you know, and it just sounds amazing oh, such um, cool guitar. it is a very very cool guitar i i actually really like and we saw these at summit but the the v65 which is their jazz master uh which they do again in a range of colors but one of them satin purple very interesting satin oh, really purple. they do a satin purple oh yeah that's yeah. very nice and they do that in stock. they do that in a hardtail or a vibrato version as well which is quite cool oh, um yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And then... So that's the fender shapes, basically. So Are they also... In- so I was going to say, they also do the teddy shape in a V72, uh, which is a hollow body. Oh, 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 oh my goodness. Double, I didn't know they did this. Double bound. Double what bound. 449. 449 pounds. You can get a Laguna Blue or Ventura Green or firenza red so you can guess what those colors are dearest with a mini humbucker in the neck hollow body tally with a headstock my goodness i don't need to go to their pro shop 
don't know. I mean, you know, if you go up to the V100, so the V100's their sort of Les Paul shape. So uh, we're moving on now, dear listener, to uh, the Gibson shape. So that's the Fender shapes, Teddy Strats and Jazz Masters. I mean, for 549, vintage 100 AFD, rear-shoed, flamed amber, basically a slash Les Paul. Um, Do you know what? A, uh, a friend of mine, a guy called Adam House, who is a producer who lives in Worthing, uh, he plays the same actual 52 telly that I've got. Mm-hmm. And uh, he messaged me and was like, I really need a Les Paul for some uh, for some work. He scores a lot of films and things like that. He was like, I need right. a Les Paul, but I don't want to spend loads of money. Is an Epiphone okay? And I was like, well, why don't you just get a, a get a vintage? Because they, they, the V100s, you can you see them for like two fifty if you're lucky on eBay, mm. um, and he he got one in black and he was full fully intended to change the pickups and he was like nah the Wilkinson pickups in there are great and he spent two hundred and fifty quid on a on a, a a black beauty sort of Les Paul and he's like yeah this is absolutely fine you know there you and go. his main job is scoring like he's not just doing little bits and bobs you know? well so, there you there go you know, testament to the. If- Indeed, indeed. Um, so yeah, VU100s there, sort of Les Paul. And again, as you say, Joe, don't need to worry about pickups, but a whole wealth of options there from a pickup perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you go into VS6, which is SG, SG, which is slightly confusing when V6 is Strat, VS6 is SG. Don't know mm-hmm. how they come up with that. Uh, but again, you know, the options there for P90s, two humbuckers, three humbuckers, vibrato vintage vibrato yeah um their their sg they've made it slightly more offset like the strat is basically a strat you know the telly is a telly the les paul is pretty much a les paul but the Mm. sg they slightly changed the shape and i it always i'm always like oh i just i wish it was just as it was you know but but it it does throw it off slightly not too much though not too much the 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 one they do with the proper vibrato system three humbuckers proper vibrato oh i love this brand so much matt it's just affordable awesomeness since 2010 music nomad equipment care has been making premium and innovative guitar care products used and trusted every day by top guitar repair shops guitar makers and touring techs in over 50 countries pro quality but affordable music nomad is also the go-to for countless guitar players around the globe to help their guitars look sound and play their best after two years of research and development and in collaboration with top guitar repair shops music nomad developed in 2021 the keep it simple setup aka kiss and now thousands of guitar players from beginners to pros have learned how to set up their own guitar they demystified the guitar setup process by developing innovative precision gauges and tools combined with step-by-step general guidelines anyone can follow and set up their guitar to play and sound great With their KISS method and their gauges, you can check the vital areas of your guitar and use their toolkits to perform your own setups. They have a 24-page instructional booklet available in seven languages, downloadable for free, and many how-to videos, both by setup tasks as well as many complete setup video tutorials for popular brands such as Fender, Gibson, Taylor, PRS, and more. Not only is it fun, but a properly set-up guitar takes your playing and sound to a whole new level. Learn more at musicnomadcare.com. Their website has a very cool setup hub section where you can find everything you need to know so you can start setting up your guitar properly. Follow them on social media at at musicnomadcare. Kiss your guitar with Music Nomad's Keep It Simple Setup. Yeah, I think that they've really kind of, you know, and... We're not just saying this because we're doing the competition, but actually when we saw them at the show, it's really impressive to see. Just, I think for people who maybe just, as you say, like your friend, you know, wants a, wants a Les Paul, doesn't really want to spend the money, can't justify spending the money, but needs that sound, you're going to get a pretty good approximation with that and actually sounds very good straight off the bat, you know? Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's talk about what I'm hoping you're going to go for, dear listener. The V120 and 130. <laughs> this is their Les Paul Jr. They do it double cut. They do it single cut. They do it two P90s. They do single P90. Obviously, we can ch- shove in whatever pickups we want. That's not the point. But 
I think the the uh, the thing is is by picking that we've picked the most unmoddable. One. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually, dear listener. Choose something F style, otherwise this is going to be a very short competition. Yeah, yeah. Basically, we've made a Les Paul Junior. So away you go. Um, but still, very cool. They offer that as an option, and you can pick that option in the pro shop, and you can have all the colours, and you can have it distressed, pretty much anything you want. So you can get a vintage white double cut Les Paul Junior for three hundred and sixty nine pounds. I mean, that is. I mean, would you rather have that or an Epiphone? I mean, Epiphones are getting expensive now, you know. Yeah, exactly. And these guys are great. Um, oh, this is so good. I want to buy so many things. Okay, so. We need to go into the semi-acoustic land. Okay. Again, very unmoddable, dear listener, but also... <laughs> Can I have a solid body? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jonas Helborg style. You sure, know, I saw sure. it. Oh, oh, no, we both saw him, didn't we? Uh, guitar summit, yeah. <laughs> we did. It was a <laughs> very enjoyable show. He, took yeah. his, uh, he came on, dressed really well, and then he just took most of his clothes oh, off. He took his did. boots off to play. He was sitting uh, down playing and he took his shoes off. Who does that? uh yeah there's actually quite a few people i know including um our friend uh paul who used to work at gack uh he always took his shoes off to play such a weird thing um fair enough and i know um my friend alex who played with stephen wilson he always plays with no shoes on okay i guess it's a thing it is a thing. Get with it, Joe. All People right. are taking off those oppressive socks. <laughs> letting those, you know, it's so you can stretch your toes and hit like two buttons at once, you know, right, right, with right. one foot. I think that's uh, that's it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Indeed. So in the semi-acoustic range, it's just the one shape. It's the VSA 500, which is a 335. Um, and they, they offer that basically with a Bigsby, without, and they do some... Uh, like dogged P90 options, so a bit more casino esque, mm-hmm. and they do them, uh, you know, as a as a three three five, but same body shape in either one. So there is an option there. They do a twelve string version of that. They're just so many options. <laughs> um, you know, I think it's just really impressive that. Are you, and the thing is, right? Oh, sorry, I'm getting a phone call at the same time. That's all right. <laughs> Answer it. Put them on the pod. Uh, just remind me in one hour. I don't know who calls me this late. I've got no friends. Uh, <laughs> the only one I'm talking to is on this podcast right no, now. Well, that was actually me. I was trying to trying to call you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, you, the thing is, you don't really see a lot of these in music shops in the uk not this range anyway so i think it's great that you can just come on here and you can see how much they've they've got you know it's impressive really impressive really really awesome range of stuff so that's 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 your lot dear listener i guess um you know you can choose from the there's the 335 semi hollow there's a les paul jr there's a les paul there's an sg there's a jazz master a strat and a telly haven't missed anything, have I? Uh, no, I think that's pretty much it. And then obviously variations of those. Yeah, exactly. So, dear oh, listeners, nice. let us know any way you like on the Facebook group, the Guitar Nets group on Facebook. Do join that, dear listener, if you're not a member. There's lots of handy discussion that happens on there. Patreons, feel free to message on Patreon, DM me or pop it on, well, DM me, I guess, on Patreon. And, uh, um, you know, However else you want to get in touch with us, email info at guitarnerds.net. Let us know, dear listener. I'll go through all of the offerings, and um, I might put up a little poll as well on the Facebook group so so people can vote there as well. But let's see. Let's see where we end up, what we end up with by next week. All right. It's going to be fun. It is indeed. I'm looking forward to this one. It's going to be good and a really cool competition for someone to win something unique. And you know what? If you don't win, you can go and order whatever you want from the pro shop, as we said, for not a lot of money, which is pretty, pretty damn good. Um, Indeed. So from there, Joe, from Mm. picking any guitar in any combination, now to a man who plays one guitar with one pickup... Um, <laughs> you saw your hero 
Mr. Tom DeLong and his fantastic <laughs> band. <laughs> I did. Uh, this I did. week. I went tell, to, tell I me went all to about dear it. listener. It was a, 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 a bit of a guilty pleasure, Blink-182, aren't they? I got a lot of flack from my band. Um, you know, bear in mind, like, most of the, the, the band WhatsApp is us exchanging obscure jazz albums from the late 60s. So, <laughs> you know, this is... When they found out I was going, I've been getting a lot of abuse from them, but I can't help it. It's my guilty pleasure. And it's what you grew up with. You can't, exactly. That's why I, I saw Limp Biscuit and was like, you know, best band ever. Yeah, amazing. Exactly. I do, you know, I don't really listen to them now, but you know, when I was sixteen, I basically picked up a P bass because Mark Hoppus, you know, was making songs about dicks and stuff. But you know, when in nineteen ninety nine. Uh, and they're still actually doing that, uh, even now in 2023. But yes, just, I went with, to see- a- just with aliens at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I went to see them at the London O2, um, which is a, a great, a great venue, dear listener, because it's it, it's a big venue, but you can see wherever you are. And they did quite a nice thing. They had like a stage that was set forward. I know a lot of bands played back on the stage. They they had their own stage that was set forward, so people were sort of almost the whole way around them so wherever you are you could see them which was great they still play as a three-piece they don't have any additional musicians they have a couple of backing tracks when they occasionally have like um uh, uh sort of a organ or, or maybe a couple of piano notes but there's no other guitars or other vocals going through they're, they're sort of doing it all themselves which is kind of cool not a lot of bands do that when especially when you're a three-piece and you layer as much as they actually do on records mm. so i thought that was pretty cool so tom delong didn't at any point, play the current Tom DeLong signature model available through Excellent. Fender. <laughs> Excellent. The Stratocaster made no appearance. No appearance. Not even for one song. Even though that's the guitar that they're selling. Unbelievable. He, <laughs> he didn't play. Did he play the his original one? No, no, no. No, he's he just, didn't play no, a Strat at all. Didn't play a Strat. He is only playing his Fender Starcaster, which is not available from Fender. Fender decided not to release that one to the general public for some I, like what offender thinking what that I, it, it's, it's got to be coming in the pipeline it be, surely it the worst decision fender have ever made not releasing the starcaster it, that everyone would have bought it and they could have made it two grand and the same amount of people that spent 1300 quid on a strat would have bought it uh but wow. anyway so he played three or four variants of uh of his starcaster which is exactly the same of course the starcaster is because after he left fender after he had his strat he left them in 2002 and he went to gibson and gibson made him the es333 333 as the 333 um very they, cool i'm looking at one right now it was great they did it in like a satin mocha brown with a cream speed stripe and it had a dirty fingers humbucker in the in the bridge Obviously, Gibson did very well out of the Epiphone, um, the available Epiphone signature model version, and that started out at like 500 quid. And, you know, now they go secondhand for a grand since they were discontinued. But he played that for the longest time, played that after he left Blink-182, played that in Angels and Airwaves. That's when he started getting into custom finishes. So he had like a, uh, loads of artists refinished versions of the 333 in like spray paint finishes normally with the angels and airwaves logo and he's carried that theme those sort of weird arty refins back onto the fender so when he went to fender he's obviously had them basically recreate the 333 this yeah. is starcaster i can't remember what's in the bridge it might actually be a no i'm, I'm not sure I'm, I, I don't know what's in the bridge but it'll be some version of a dirty fingers i imagine um and so, yeah, so he's playing that single volume control, just that humbucker, and you get that lovely sort of mid, middly, hollow-bodied sound, which is great. He's gone for a Strat neck, though, with a 70s Strat headstock, not the Starcaster headstock on his signature Starcaster. And he's got a few refinishes. He has one that he's covered in stickers, which is reminiscent of the Stratocaster that he started playing when before Blink-182 were really a thing, 92, 93, he had a Stratocaster that a bit like Billy Joe Armstrong, you know, Billy Joe Armstrong had his Fernandez where he'd cut um, a humbucker into his 
strat and the humbucker was of course angled um mm. because he'd replaced the strat bridge pickup with it tom DeLong had something similar with a white fender strat that was covered in stickers for bands like misfits and the descent the descendants and things like that so um he's done the same with a starcaster with a bunch of stickers right uh, which which is cool and then he had obviously his arty ones probably the worst one he has is a it's a color over color relic and it's white, and the undercolor is Burberry. <laughs> so it has, yeah, just sort of, uh, you know, wow. relic visible Burberry or whatever, which just looks awful. Really, really. I am bad. amazed he didn't play that strap once. <clears throat> that is mm. poor form from him in some <laughs> yeah, ways. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, they should absolutely... I, I'm looking at a picture here. Uh, oh, no, this is a mock-up, but someone had done a mock-up in pink, and I think they've just it's just a Photoshop, actually, but it looked yeah. very cool in pink. Yeah, he's, uh, he's not had a pink one. I was trying I to find this Burberry one because I, I wanted to... Oh, yeah, that is that is around if you if you just search. Didn't they make a sparkle one, or am I imagining no, that? I think no. you're imagining that. No, he didn't have a sparkle one. He's got one that's got, like... Um, newspaper clippings from alien sightings of all course. over it. Um, and it says like Lots Roswell on the headstock. Amazing. Um, Should have just bought the uh, Jackson Roswell. Do you remember that bad boy? <laughs> yes, I do remember um, that bad boy. The spaceship-shaped flying V. It looked like someone had sucked a flying V. Yeah. You know, oh, and, uh, God. Yeah. Sweet. Um, ridiculous guitar. Absolutely ridiculous with the um, uh or the roswell that jackson roswell weren't the fret inlays uh those uh what do you call those things like, that happened they were like um the dust the, the crop, crop, circles. crop circles that's it yeah. yeah yeah it was very very weird yeah. um but there we go so mm-hmm. were they good joe that's the question they was it great. all amplus was it just kempers nothing nothing on stage i couldn't see i could see the side of stage because it was all exposed i couldn't see anything there like so, I assumed there were no amps. Um, DeLong opted to control his sounds, or at least have partial control. He had some sort of foot controller at the front. Hoppus didn't have anything. Um, so, just yeah, the only things on stage were the drummer Travis and uh, Mark and Tom with their, their guitar and bass. No, they've got to be on the old. They've got to be on the old campers now. Then I reckon. I would have thought so. I'd have or thought it's all about or yeah. something similar, something like that. Yeah. Just for surely for tour. I mean, I don't. I don't know this. This is just. I'm just imagining it. But touring in the UK now must be expensive and painful for these big bands because of carnets and all of this sure. sort of stuff. And I know a lot of bands tend to have. Certainly, bands of this side size tend to have like a European rig and yeah. a uh, a US rig. And I, I was recently saw that Ramstein had announced a 2024 European tour with no UK dates in it. And wow. because it takes so much so much time to set up their stage rig, I think it's like two days. Wow. Um I was just like, well, it's probably just too expensive for them to play. <laughs> yeah. In yeah. the UK. Maybe that's um, so. I mean, I, I was surprised that they were amplers. You know, Tom's a bit of a, you know, he's uh, he's a gear enthusiast. Like, the, the, the latest rig that he was playing was a pair of Vox AC30s and a pair of Fender Twins. And he's right. used Mesa Boogie in the past. He's always had pretty cool high-end very specific amplifiers you know when you see someone with something that's not the standard for that scene at all which means that they must Mm. like a very specific thing but you know it's all so good now isn't it all the modeling especially when you're playing a, a stage like that here at Guitar Nerds, we are massive fans of Stringjoy guitar strings, and you should be too. Strings are such a fundamentally important part of being a guitarist and a guitar nerd, which you all are. Yet often when it comes to strings, we overlook them. We spent years just buying the handful of standard sets out there instead of seeking out the same quality we look for in our guitars, effects and amps. Scott at Stringjoy and the Stringjoy team are massive nerds about guitars and guitar strings, and they've worked very hard to create extremely high quality sets of electric, acoustic, bass and mandolin strings both in a broad range of gauges and the unique option to custom design your own set. 
which has frankly become an essential for me to explore alternate tunings and try new things. Stringjoy strings are available at stringjoy.com and at 400 plus dealers across the globe. If your local store doesn't stock Stringjoy yet, ask them to. Well, you know, it is just a case of they're the sounds, it's consistent, it's all set up, it's ready to go. Yeah. Although, you know, you just can't argue with that, can you? Big, uh, speaking of big gigs um, of the past, we are, we are, it is nearly time for um, the new Jimi Hendrix album is coming out. <laughs> live, <laughs> it's uh, live at the Hollywood Bowl from when he uh, was support for Mamas and Papas. Really? Um, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm really excited about it. So, uh, people who've heard it are saying, you know, it's got some of his best playing on there and it's it's going to be great i'm really looking forward to it right wow that's amazing i actually recently picked up a copy of the beatles um live at the hollywood bowl in 1964 and 65 Um, is it just i know this sounds silly but is it just really good plugins and ai like pulling out that audio for it to be Audible, usable probably yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i guess you know mastering tools have only gotten better um mm. so yeah maybe who knows uh wow i don't know i guess we'll find out when we hear how good the how good the live album actually is yeah yeah i just you wouldn't have thought there was any more material that they could go through but <laughs> oh i tell you the uh the hendrix estate are definitely ones to uh try and eke out every single penny they can from that man yeah it's it's interesting because i was reading recently about the zappa estates the zappa's a bit like prince is famous for having kind of like a vault yeah you know of just um recordings like just decades and decades of recordings yeah. uh, but i didn't realize he'd sold the entire rights to that backlog or his family had um recently and again you're seeing a lot of that genesis what they sold 150 million each 450 million for their entire catalog yeah. did i see yeah. that police were considering doing something well, like that well, bruce did it old springston he was kind of the first wasn't he he got yeah. called billy justin timberlake did it i think 120 million or something yeah. like that yeah. i mean yeah whatever Bowie, I think that's the same. Bowie, however you want to say it, uh, same. So, you know, wow. there you go. But Jimi Hendrix, they're like, no, we're going to hold on to it and we're going to launch every possible album ever. <laughs> you want to hear him play Purple Haze a different way? Um, <laughs> that's uh, so. that's actually the problem with so many jazz records I've got. Like if, uh, if you get any like uh, Miles Davis stuff, um, uh, like they'll all the bonus tracks on the record will be like the full starts, like where, where yeah. they just start playing, and then cock it up, and it, it's I don't I don't need to hear this. It's not. It's I know just, it's just for the ultra fans, isn't it? There's some Zappa stuff like that as well. It's like alternate take. I'm like, okay, so a take that they chose not to release. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I must. I, I I would say though, one thing I listened to recently, the Miles Davis live at. Uh, oh, yeah. Isle of Wight Festival. Yeah, that was it. When was it? It was 1991? No, no, no. This is like way back oh, in no, the 70s. 70, yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry. Um, But I think, yeah, 1970. I think he'd only not long gone electric. And actually, again, they've done a really good job with the recordings. Like live albums can be terrible at times, but actually right. this is good. I didn't realise that Isle of Wight 1970 uh, was... Estimated somewhere between 600 and 700,000 people. Largest wow. audience for a music festival ever. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Blink-182, what was that? 10,000? A measly 10,000. Um, so, yeah. But you finally got to see him, Joe. So, were you pleased? Mm. Yes. Had you, I'm assuming you'd seen him before, right? Oh, yeah. I've seen him, I've seen him plenty of times before, right. you know. But it's, uh, they, they were, you know, they were back. They were back. And, uh, you know. Old me was like, yes, there you go. That's, that's my <laughs> <laughs> And they were like, I can't wait for him to play this new strat that I've just dropped 1,300 quid on. Oh, wait. Well, they uh, did. Uh, they definitely did. You know, it was like uh, they did this bit where they're like, okay, we're going to play a couple of new songs. And I was like, right, I'm going to go for a whiz and buy a beer. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I think that's the way. That is the... 
that is the problem, um, isn't it? In some ways, it's like their audience, the people that they're appealing to, most of the people there are there for one thing. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the interesting thing about seeing when the, in the summer when I saw the chili peppers. And I mean, I, you know, I love the chili peppers. I think they're, you know, certainly the band that I, I grew up with. And it's the same thing. It's like, I want to hear a certain era, but they're so long since that. And they had another guitarist since that. And they're not playing any of those songs. Yeah. They're like, Oh, we're going to play loads of stuff off like the new record. And it's like, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Or their back catalog is so massive that they just can't get to all of the good ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the only band I don't think I ever care about that because I just know it's going to be amazing is Radiohead. Because <laughs> yeah. it's just like, I don't care what songs they play because every song is amazing. So, you know, it's they'll, they'll play it. I think last time I saw them, they, they played for like nearly three hours. What? So they just, yeah, they did like 25 songs or something. Um, so just bring back Radiohead. Just have them play every week. That'd be that'd be great. That's it. That's the solution. Maybe one day. Maybe yeah. next year. It's been like ten years since Moonshape Pool. Surely. Um, no, they're yeah. never going to make another record. You know it. We know it. It's <sighs> they will. It will come out. It's like Moon- no one thought they were going to make Moonshape Pool, and then it all just dropped, and everyone was just like, "You are the best." <laughs> just make go. Oh. Well, um, anyway, where should we go next, Joe? We've got uh, we've got a bit of time left. There's some other fancy guitars we could talk about. I want to talk about this Trent, Matt. We should talk about Trent. Trent, your friend guitars. of mine, Trent. Good old Elliot Trent and Trent Guitars. What a fantastic brand! One of our favourite, dear listener, favourite British custom shops. An excellent, excellent, uh, you know, sort of rootsy from the ground up luthier story of someone who made affordable custom built british made guitars that are just players they're player grade guitars you know they're not designed Mm. to be all fancy there's not this ridiculous wooden bell thing that so many luthiers go for these are just great rock and roll guitars and it's why they're played on stage it's why you see them being played by people at glastonbury and stuff like that because he's made great players guitars maybe this is our gear of the year joe (sighs) this is very cool very cool so so Trent have released the Model 1R Winfrith. Um Winfrith. Yes. So um so I'll read I'll read the blurb basically from this this guitar because this is very cool. This has been a dream of mine since the very beginning of making guitars to make a guitar made nearly entirely from recycled or reclaimed materials that has all the same attention to detail but with a lower carbon footprint. I call it the R for reclaimed, recycled, reused, reworked, etc., etc. <clears throat> you get access to all the same specification changes that you would with a normal M1 or M2, his other two models, but with certain things limited due to availability of recycled, reclaimed materials. Due to the varied amount of materials I can obtain for a body, neck, and fingerboard woods, these guitars will be named accordingly uh, we'll, sorry will be named according to where they've been sourced from this first edition of the R will be called Winfrith which is where the Honduran mahogany that makes up the body and neck wood is sourced from Winfrith was a 1950s era nuclear power station in Dorset about 30 miles from where my workshop is the wood was from workbenches from the maintenance area of the site. So this is actual radioactive guitars, people. It's not really. Uh, if sustainability means a lot to you, this is certainly a great option for you. Couple that with the limited nature of it and you'll have a little bit of history tied up in it. It's very cool. So yes, that's he's a very going cool. For, so the, the Winfist, obviously, is that Honduran mahogany from workbenches at a nuclear plant. The scratch plate is made from green cast, 100% recycled acrylic. The um, the fretboards are red balao, 
Balao fingerboard for, from uh, they're reclaimed from a marina. The nut is made from Delrin offcuts from local engineers. The tuners are sourced secondhand and then serviced. Um, it's it's an awful lot of very cool uh, things to make up a a wicked reclaimed guitar. I think um, I like the fact that modern guitar manufacturers are thinking about this. What was the name of the brand we were talking about a couple of weeks ago from Summit doing the same thing, the the French French brand? brand, They were called, uh, they were called Man Frantically Searches. It was a catchy name. Um, (laughs) It was a catchy name. Berg. They were Berg, called Berg. They were called. Berg. And, and also, I love that I've posted on the pictures that I've posted on Instagram of Berg guitars. Trent guitars are the first comment saying "love." <laughs> ah, nice. Yeah, this is very, very cool. And every time I go on the Trent website, I cry a little because actually, this is the guitar I want. Uh, I also like the fact that the, you can the offset vibrato unit they now. Uh, they have for their guitars you can get in a nice etched trent logo in the kind of brushed chrome that's on there but every time i go on their website the first picture of the model one is in bubblegum pink and then of the model one junior the first picture is of the single pickup version also in bubblegum pink which to be honest i would just order that exact guitar it is just awesome The, the model one junior in um in their green, whatever their green is called, with a uh, with like the tiger eye um, scratch plate, is mm. just absolutely everything. That is such a cool guitar, and it's thirteen hundred and ninety five pounds. I like the fact that you can also do. have it in twenty seven inch scale, uh, what? which is very cool. <laughs> yeah, I've just seen that. That is. <laughs> Amazing. And actually, I didn't realise this. I guess maybe there's a few changes since the last time I looked at this, but choose from the standard colour palette or supply any colour from the RAL design. So RAL, R-A-L, is the standard colour palette that most companies, if they're doing anything colour matching, you just pick that. So you can have exactly the colour you want. You can look at the RAL colour chart to do so. Uh, And they can get it. So, yeah, you can do that. Matching headstock, worn finish. You've got 24, 24.7, 25, or 27, or 25.5 scale length. Uh, All of the pickup, pick guards you could want, and then uh, extras. You can add in extras as well. But, yeah, the Model 1, the Junior, is the one for me. That is 13.95, Matt. And you can... uh, you can pay 50% up front and 50% on completion. You can. <laughs> you so can. Ins- it makes it so insanely affordable. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't know. What scale length? What's the Gibson scale length? 24.75. Five, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think would. I do want one, but just not not yet. You know, I really think I'm going to be suckered into getting a vintage soon, just a standard off-the-shelf one. There are so many good options, and there's so many yeah. money. Yeah, but I've just uh, I have to recover from my last, uh, my most recent random purchase, Matt, which we did just before the podcast. Oh, maybe we should save it. Maybe we should save the reveal for the Patreon, so uh, people <laughs> okay. have to go to the Patreon Great. to know Great. what <laughs> madness that you've just uh, ensued. Oh God! Um, I can buy his remorse already. It's fine. I know you fool, but it's all right. It's it's not going to be. You're not going to be stuck with it. Let's put it that way. Um, Shall we do one more guitar briefly, Joe? One more piece of news? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Uh, Your Um, choice, Matt. What shall we... I'll tell you what, actually, just whilst you're you're choosing, I just want um, to let listeners know. Now, someone did share this on the group, which is actually where I saw it, and I forgot about it. Then I saw Music Radar had shared it as well. Universal Audio is giving away their new LA-2A style compressor plug-in sorry better say plug-in <laughs> not not they're not giving away la2a compressors they're giving it away <laughs> for free um and it's really really good it's uh yeah you've got until the 31st of october to do it um i have lots of you know compressor plugins that are go-tos for me and they are all versions of an LA-2A because it's the best and Universal Audio probably make the best LA-2A um, imitation 
uh, plug-in compressor there. So you'd hope it, so, considering yeah. they make the original one yes, as well. Yes, exactly. So if you are um, if you are into your home recording, dear listener, I really thoroughly thoroughly recommend um, checking it out. It's uh, it's a good option. Actually, Matt, rather than talking about something new, um, can I can I talk about the my show and tell for this week? So yes, I was going to say I realised that was on there, and I'll pick something for the Patreon. We can talk about. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that. So this isn't necessarily a new product, but um, you know, a while ago, Matt and dear listener, I got a bunch of Jet guitars. Right, I got a Strat, I got a Tele, I got their their jazz bass, um, and they've sat around. I've used them for bits and bobs, but of course, I have lots of really high end guitars that have come through as well. So I've tended to you know sit and play those. And um, me, me and my partner Emma did a bit of a rejigging of of the place. And downstairs there was this perfect spot to have a guitar just sitting down on on a stand. Um, and Emma was like, you know, why, why don't you have something down here so you can noodle on it and things? And I was trying to think what what I'd moved down there, and I decided to grab the Jet Telly. Needed a restring, so I put a set of Stringjoy Elevens uh, on 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 it and uh, pulled it down into drop C and. Uh, for blues, obviously, not for of that. course. It sounds of like course. a metal tuning, doesn't it? But that's not it what does. I'm using it for. But um, it's it's so so very good, and like I realised because it came with nines, the strings are probably you know p- pretty cheap and stuff, and uh, um, it it was you know it was fine. It was a perfectly good guitar for the money, considering it's sub three hundred pounds or whatever. It, you know, it's it's a great instrument, but. Um, I hadn't, you know, picked it up all that much. So this really just restringing it really changed it for me. So the one I've got, if you want to check it out, dear listener, is the JT350. It's in black and it's got a humbucker in the neck. It also has a coil tappable um, uh, uh, thing on the on the tone pot on the bottom. Three three nine euros is is what it costs. Torquegar bound black roasted neck rosewood board humbucker in the neck telly pickup in the bridge it's very very good indeed modern c-neck nine and a half radius you know all the comfy things not necessarily all sort of my vintage specs, but it's a great guitar and with a fresh set of strings i just thought it sounded really good i might up upgrade the pickups but um it, it was fantastic recorded this little thing on it um just to show you just you know how great it sounds this is all by the way i'm still obsessed with native instruments uh, guitar rig seven in fact we've got a video coming out tomorrow dear listener um that you can watch of me talking through some of my favorite bits on guitar rig seven because i think it is an incredible tool so in this demo i'm doing everything on the jet telly and uh, i am always using their fender deluxe style amplifier uh, there's a little bit of use of their seattle fuzz and um of their spinning speaker as well it's uh, oh. it's wicked here it is Thoroughly impressive as always, Joe. I love that spinning speaker sound. That sounds great. It's great. It's it is great. It's it's so very usable. All the things on Guitar Rig Seven are fantastic. Easy to find stuff that's suitable with the search engine. Just, just did you have those sounds in mind, or were they presets that you <laughs> dialed in? Um, I think they were largely presets. So um, some of the presets 
come with kind of uh, sort of, I guess, like uh, effects that are plumbed into your signal path that are off. So it's almost like here's a, it's not just here's a preset sound, it's almost here's a preset board. You can use different things. And mm. I found one that was called Blues Deluxe. And uh, Blues Deluxe had like a, just the Fender Deluxe on there, an LA2 compressor at the end of it, um, an, a nice color module to sort of warm everything up. And then it right. had a Seattle fuzz in there uh, and a spinning speaker um, and a wah as well that you could kind of, that you could select the the stuck point hmm. of. And, and yeah, like on. fixed filter. Exactly. Yeah. So it was, um, cool. so then I could turn those on and it, it kind of, it came with those things off and it was only then that I was like, Oh, the spinning speaker. I'd, I'd have never thought of that. I'd have never used that for the lead line. Turned it on. I was like, yeah, this sounds great. I'm definitely using this, but it's, uh, well, there you go. Very impressive. And that guitar sounds good as well. Again, in the mix, would you yeah. ever know? Absolutely yeah. not. Exactly. 300 pound telly from jet. Very, very cool. Indeed. Very cool. Now that does bring us up to time on this week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast, dear listener. Don't forget, let us know what vintage guitar body shape you want us to make a Pro Shop Guitar Nerds special, super listener-built guitar from. Let us know however you want. Guitar Nerds group on Facebook, Instagram, email us, DM us, whatever you want to do. Let's uh, let's make a guitar together, dear listener. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, Matt and I are heading over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds, where we're going to reveal my latest purchase and talk about a load of other junk as well. Thank you as ever for listening. You've been lovely. We've been the Guitar Nerds. Farewell. Goodbye. Thank you very much, you wonderful people. Thank you especially to our $10 top-tier Patreon backers. Very soon, some of you will be receiving your goodie bags. But for now, thank you very much to Nicholas Strong, Rocket Rob Patterson, Marcus Deluxe, Suresh, Dorsonic Pickups, Rob Witherden, Chris Franklin, Anton Fryant, Russ Meehan, Barry Gresbick, Steve Davis, Daniel Walker, John Conaway, Russell Healing, Yogi the Guitarist, Ty Allen, Kyle Harris, Sean Hughes, Andy Hoffler, Eric Hemmer, Jeffrey Wax, Dan Pilver, Brian Einsler, Dylan Griffiths, Mark Izao Kadawaki, Eric File, Peter Pesce, Andy Manley, Joe Puttick, Blake Wyland, Phil Radomski, Dave Lee, Ross Edwards, Jason Wharton, James Storr, Jake Gray, Derek Rich, Scott Kennedy, Steve Merkel, Abe Matthews, Christopher Losef, Stephen Burke, Robin Smith, Kytopia the Band, JD Short, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Rob Nordvik, Scott O'Brien, and Moog Gravitt.